Where do the Cincinnati Bearcats stand in what could be a major conference realignment coming? Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your, well, this is uh, some bonus content for your Monday, so make it your first, I guess, 1A listen of every day. We are free and available everywhere you get your podcast and on YouTube now up to 256 subscribers and counting. Today's episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by LinkedIn. I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Lockdown College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown college. Terms and conditions do apply. Former sports director of Bearcast Media, Alex Frank, here with you, your host each and every day, bringing all my experiences from there here to the Lockdown Bearcats podcast. So as far as where the Bearcats stand in conference realignment, there's certainly a feeling of unease. And I think that a lot of fans might be thinking, I think I'm thinking this, are we about to get screwed again? And the answer is, I don't know, and I don't know when we will know what's going to happen. USC and UCLA are heading to the Big Ten. The Big Ten is doing this to counteract Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC. Now both conferences, again, have 16 teams. It's a level playing field, even though the SEC is still probably better because they have the best programs in the country. But the teams that... that the Big 12, if you're worried about the Big 12 becoming more diminished in the eyes of college football insiders in terms of what the best Power 5 conferences are, if you're worried about, you know, super conferences forming, which I don't think should be a case, Cincinnati is fine, right? Cincinnati is in a good position right now. They are, they know they're going to a Power 5 conference in two years, They or, or I'm sorry, a year, They know they are going to the best basketball conference in the country, which historically is this university's signature program. And I think you should just be happy that the Bearcats are going to a Power 5 conference right now. I don't know what the next moves are. I don't know where Oregon and Washington are going. I don't know where Notre Dame is going. I don't know where any team is going. I don't know what teams the Big Ten and the SEC are targeting. All I know is right now the Big Ten is even with the SEC in terms of getting other programs to their conferences. You cannot worry about that if you're a Cincinnati Bearcats fan. You should be thinking, hey, we just made the college football playoff as a group of five teams. So even if we do get screwed over, are we really that screwed over? I don't think I don't think the Bearcats will be. Look, it is scary to think about what college football and college athletics might be becoming. You know, you can say that they that you like super conferences, you can say all that. I don't. I like the fact that there are, you know. 10 conferences in college football and 32 in college basketball, you know, and none really super mega conferences. You know how I don't like the super team in the NBA? I didn't like the Warriors when they had Kevin Durant. I didn't like the Brooklyn Nets when they had Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and all those players. I didn't like all that, you know. I like the competitive balance that the NFL brings. I like the competitive balance that's within, you know, college basketball year in and year out. So, I don't, but again, I don't think you can be worried about getting screwed over once again. You are still heading to the Big 12, which is going to have some 
good football schools. It's not going to be the best football conference in the country, but hey, that makes your road to the Big 12 championship that much easier. You are going to the best conference in college basketball, which I think should be a great thing if you're a Cincinnati Bearcats fan. I know I'm excited about it, and you should be too. This is great if you are a Cincinnati Bearcats fan. You're going to the best basketball conference in the country. This is still historically a basketball school. So that's what I'm excited about. And I understand that there might be some unease. Look at these big schools. Once again, the conference that Ohio State's in, the Big Ten, is getting the big swing and Cincinnati's not. That's, you know what, that's just the way it goes. You know, the Big Ten has a lot more money than the Big 12. People forget the Big 12. The Big 12 is entering just its 26th season as a conference. 26th. The Big 10 is entering its, I don't know what year, but it's significantly higher than the Big 12. And yes, the SEC is too. Those conferences are the best in college athletics. Just, you know what, or mainly college football, which is what drives conference realignment and college athletics. Fine, so be it. I would say that your feelings of unease are justified. I have them too, but at the same time, I'm not going to worry about it because I know for now, Kansas is staying in the Big 12. That's a darn good basketball program. I know Baylor's staying in the Big 12. That's a darn good basketball program. I can count on Texas Tech and Iowa State staying in the Big 12. That's a cal- that's a high-caliber college basketball program. And the teams that you see is targeting. I'm sorry, the Big 12 is targeting. You know, if they want to expand, if they want to play some offense and expand for the second year in a row, are pretty good too. We'll get into that next. But first, I got to tell you about LinkedIn. You see, as the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn jobs make it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. Create a job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown college. That's college. That's linkedin.com slash lockdown college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. So I'm reading uh, Sam Kahn Jr., Justin Williams, and Max Olson in The Athletic. And of course, they were all over what this means for the Big 12, what this means for Cincinnati, what this means for Houston, what this means for Central Florida, BYU. Here they are, these four schools, finally getting their moments in the sun, finally getting their long-awaited expansion. Invitee, invitation, excuse me, to the Big 12. And then all of a sudden, now it might not be really all that much. Here's the thing. It is. Because you look at the teams Cincinnati or the Big 12 could target. Utah, Arizona, Arizona State, and Colorado. The The Big 10 is becoming coast to coast. The Big 12 is possibly going to join them in that conversation. But think about this. The Southeastern Conference is says Southeast. 
Texas is technically southeast. Oklahoma, maybe not as much, but still. The um, ACC, Atlantic Coast Conference, that's geographic-based. Makes sense. Pac-12, well, who knows the future of that conference? I mean, that conference might dissolve in a matter of years. So if you're worried about the competition, the quality of competition, once you finally get into a Power 5 conference, I wouldn't be, especially if you can get those four schools. Now, I've said on this show before, I would take Memphis into the Big 12. Why isn't Memphis being considered for a Power 5 conference? Like, yeah, their football program's not great. It's had some good years, as we know. Their basketball program is, you know, historically successful. Penny Hardaway, now the head coach. They just made the NCAA tournament and won a game and took Gonzaga down to the wire in the second round. They've got a lot to be excited about. You know, I think about a team like SMU. You know, they've been so close in football and basketball in recent years. You know, in a market like Dallas, the Big 12, hell, the Big 12 has its championship game in football in Dallas. Why not bring the fo- the college football program, the college program in Dallas, in your conference? That gives you Cincinnati, Dallas, Orlando, and Salt Lake City as markets in your conference. And if you add programs like Utah, that'd be another Salt Lake City program. It would bring If you bring in Colorado, Boulder, Denver, another big market, Arizona and Arizona State, you're off and running. And then imagine if you're able to target programs like Oregon and Washington. So the possibilities for the Big 12 right now, I think are pretty good. Now, whether or not they actually go forward and expand, I don't know. But let's talk about this. Super conferences. I don't love it. I don't love where college athletics is headed. I really don't. I don't love USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten. They're the closest opponent for UCLA and USC is Nebraska. I mean, are fans going to really travel 21 hours by car or whatever to the game? No, they're going to have to fly. And like, you know, I'm listening to Mo Egger's show on ESPN 1530 on Friday, and someone called in and said, so what's going to happen to these low-revenue sports that don't fly to their away games or matches? If I mean, are you going to tell the Rutgers track team, hey, we got to, you know, bust you all the way out to UCLA, and you're going to do that during the middle of the school week? Like, that is what I don't like. And now you can – now, that is true for the Big 12, too. Like, West Virginia, West Virginia to Salt Lake City, that's no – that's – no walk in the park, literally. That's a trek. You, I mean, you got to – that's a long haul of a drive. So these super conferences and where we're heading, I don't like it because we're trying to – you know, we're trying to create the, the whole country, so to speak, in one conference. That's where the Big Ten is heading. I don't like it. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how USC and UCLA do in the Big Ten. I, don't, I mean, if they can't win in football in the Pac-12 – Good Lord, what are they going to do in the Big Ten? What are they going to do when they have to go to Michigan or Michigan State in November? So if you're Cincinnati and you wonder where you're going to stand in a super conference era, I don't know. I think Cincinnati should be on the good side of it. I think they're much better equipped and prepared than where they were during the last conference realignment when they got put in the AAC. But I would love to see Power 5 conferences take some group of five schools that are deserving to be in the Power 5. The Pac-12 take Boise State and maybe Hawaii, and maybe a Colorado State or a Fresno State. I would love to see the Big 12 take a Memphis and an SMU. You know, schools like that. You know, if you didn't have to have football to be in a Power 5 conference, maybe you would take a school like Xavier into the Big 12, or Creighton into the Big 12, or another school into the Big 12. You know, create, make it more geographic. Make it make sense. 
You know, it just doesn't make sense with these super conferences. You know, it's becoming more, you know, geographic based across the country, not one specific region. You know, instead of poaching the Big Ten and the SEC poaching from these other Power Five conferences, why don't you just take some group of five schools who are deserving? Because at the end of the day right now, imagine being a Memphis or an SMU and really fearing where your future is in college athletics. Imagine being Gonzaga. And, you know, you don't have a football program. You're very good in basketball, yes. But, I mean, what's the future? I mean, is the West Coast Conference going to be just irrelevant? You know, hey, shouldn't we be a part of this? Like, we're good enough. Shouldn't we be in the big – shouldn't we be in the Pac-12 if there's going to be one? You know, imagine being a program that, like an FIU or a Rice or a Central Michigan. You don't even matter in this. So that's another reason, too. If you're Cincinnati, which is, you know – not been recognized as a major college athletic institution throughout its history, but now it finally is by getting a Power 5 invitation, feel thankful. Because at the end of the day, the only big thing that's happened so far is USC and UCLA heading to the Big Ten. This conversation continues next after a word from BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, which just concluded. Congratulations to the Colorado Avalanche and, of course, Major League Baseball. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And betonline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. Betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. A few quick things before uh, we go on this bonus content, Lockdown Bearcats. Again, if you're a Cincinnati Bearcats fan, yes, it, it, it given what you've been through back in 2013, 2014, when you got put in the AAC because the ACC did not want Cincinnati. Back in 2016, when the Big 12 was going to expand but didn't. And now this time, when you finally get your moment in the sun, when you finally get that invite to the Big 12, and then all of a sudden USC and UCLA go to the Big 10. The Big 10 hasn't even targeted the Big 12 yet. Are they going to want the Big 12? Because they're thinking in football terms. I mean, who's the best school in football in the Big 12? Oklahoma, well, guess what? They're leaving. Texas, they're leaving. And they probably think that Baylor's Big 12 championship this year, is their success sustainable? We don't know. Is Oklahoma State's success sustainable? We don't know. We don't know how much longer Mike Gundy has left there. And does Ohio State really want Cincinnati, you know, in their conference? Because then that fear of they could lose to Cincinnati, which I think is a load of crap. Do, do they want Cincinnati in their conference? Do they want a UCF in their conference? Do they, I mean, the, the Big Ten is driven by Ohio State. Gene Smith is at the forefront of these decisions. I don't need a source to know that because Ohio State is the hallmark program of the Big Ten. Now, I'm sure Ward Manuel in Michigan, they uh, he has some say as well because Michigan is a world-renowned university with immense athletic success. All-time winning this program in college football history. So they have a say too. But are they going to want schools like that are in the Big 12 right now? Now, I'm not trying to diminish and diss on the Big 12, but at the same time, like, I don't know if the Big 10 is actually going to poach schools from the Big 12. And I certainly don't think the SEC is. So if the Big 10 is not, 
I think you're okay. Now, the Pac-12, if you're worried as a Bearcats fan about the Pac-12 poaching from the Big 12, and they could, you know, they could come after a Kansas or a Kansas State, then be worried. Now, I I, I seriously don't know what's going to happen. I would think if the Pac-12, sorry about that, given that it is, you know, not it, it's not been the most widespread geographic conference historically. I think they would go after a Boise State, a Nevada, and schools like that, a Fresno State, maybe a um, uh, why am I blanking? Boise State, Fresno State, Nevada, and I'm missing the team. Um, anyway, Wyoming potentially. I think they would go there before they come to the Big Twelve. At least I hope they do. And if your feelings again, if you're feeling uneasy about this, that's fine. Because you've been on the wrong side before, and you don't want to be again. And that's that's understandable, man. That's a it's a bad, bad feeling to have, especially when you know you've been there before and you could be going through it again. I don't like it, believe me. But for right now, just know that you see in a good spot. But it is fair to wonder if if you join the party too late. It is going to be very interesting to see what happens. You know. It's going to be very interesting to see the big moves that come because of this. You know, it didn't happen last year. Yes, Texas and Oklahoma announced they were leaving to the SEC. And then you have the four American schools go to the Big 12. But I will say this. This is the only, I mean, that, those are the only two last year. And that was just basically, okay, two teams leave, four teams come in, we replace. There you go. So that sucks that that happened, and it sucks that this is happening if you're a UC fan, but it's the only, it's, it's the only big move. Wait to see who the Pac-12 targets. They may not target anybody. They might go back to the Pac-10. I mean, yeah, they just lost their two signature programs, probably in both, for sure in football, basketball for sure, but they still have Arizona. I mean, it, it's about to get really interesting. In college athletics. If you're Cincinnati, be grateful. And again, only you know you can't worry about what's going to happen. You're going to the Big 12. No one has said you're not going to the Big 12. No one has said we're taking these teams away from your future conference. Take solace in that. All right, that's going to do it for me today on this bonus content episode, Lockdown Bearcats. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie underscore 90 with two N's and an ATI. You can follow me on Instagram, alexfrank9 underscore, or email me at alex3frank at gmail.com. And don't forget, subscribe to the Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel. Now up to 257 subscribers and counting. Follow us to get an alert every time we drop a new episode. And thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen every day. Speaking of the Big 12, you can get more on it by making Lockdown Big 12 your second listen. Everyday host Josh Neighbors and the local experts of Lockdown take you across the Big 12 in 30 minutes. Lockdown Big 12, your second listen. Lockdown Big 12. Back tomorrow, five bold predictions for the linebackers for the Cincinnati Bearcats. That's going to be fun. Uh, Other shows coming up this week. Uh, We are getting very close to having Mo Egger on the show later this week. Of course, we'll try to get John Garcia Jr., the recruiting expert, director of football recruiting for Sports Illustrated on the show, fresh off attending the Elite 11 camp in Los Angeles. Talk about Brady Dragish and his thoughts on UC's linebackers and if they're targeting any linebackers in the recruiting cycle. And I got another fun show this week. So I'm in the.
thinking about, you know, yeah, since he's got a rival in football in Miami, yeah, they got a rival in basketball in Xavier, but, you know, the rivalry in football is so one-sided, and I think in football we need some more rivalry. So who could be UC's rivals going forward, especially going into the Big 12? We'll touch on that later this week as well. So uh, it's going to be a fun week. Subscribers keep going up. Very excited about that, and we're rolling right into football season. I'll tell you that much. For the Lockdown Bearcats podcast, I'm Alex Frank. Have a great 4th of July. Uh, thank you for enjoying this bonus content, and I'll talk to you tomorrow with five bold predictions on the Bearcats linebackers for 2022. Until then, I'm Alex Frank for the Lockdown Bearcats podcast. Have a great rest of your day.